bienvenue à la Golden Ratio Podcast. Je suis Jen, comme toujours avec JR Dad. Bonjour, JR Dad. Bonjour. C'est va? Bon. Merci. Ah, bon. <laughs> so, uh, I, JR Mom, have been in Montreal, and so that's all the French you're actually going to get, and that was a little bit of a stretch for me. TBH. <laughs> yes, I, I know at least one listener is going to enjoy that beginning. <laughs> and uh, I apologize for all the French speakers because that's just my best guess from my very limited French knowledge of how to say the opening. So, just say you're from somewhere else. If you if you're in Montreal, you say I'm I'm from a different French speaking country. And if you're Paris, you you say you're from a different French speaking country. Oh well, I don't really speak any French except. That that much. That was like a full exercise of my French abilities. I'm impressed. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. So, uh, yeah, we're doing a remote podcast this week because I, Jen, am just traveling all over the friggin' place. I was in Montreal. I, right now, actually, I'm in Boston, and then I'm going to California, and then I'm coming home. So, we didn't have time to report, record the podcast before I left, so... We're sadly far apart and recording over distance. Indeed. Sad, but true. You holding up okay with the dogs, dear dad? I like having the dogs. Are you holding up all right without the dogs? Let's put I it that way. I kind of miss them a lot, and I miss you. This is a good test. Yeah. So, uh, we don't actually have a ton of updates this week, so it'll probably be a short podcast unless one of us gets going on a rant. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so dog updates. Uh, I guess there is one on Riley, which is I was emailing with his vet, uh, the specialist, and she was like, well, you know, we could increase this medicine to this dose or change this one. And I think we've talked before that he was on six pills and then he got moved up to six pills at night plus two pills in the morning. And he was just so unhappy. Like he'd lay there and you could just tell he felt like crap. And... I emailed her and I was like, look, if you think this is legitimately going to help him, I will, of course, keep giving him this medicine. I'm like, but we both kind of suspect that it's not helping, that he's actually just in kidney failure and the medicine's not doing a damn thing for it. And we're just trying the medicine in case it's not the thing we think it is, because then it might help. I'm like, but every time we've done his blood work in like the four months that he's been on all this medicine, it's been worse. So it doesn't really seem like it's helping. And I'm like, I know that it, you know, could be that he's getting a lot worse or he would be getting worse without the medicine. But could we just maybe try not any medicine? And she's like, yeah, what the heck? Try it. Put what him on a medicine heck? holiday. How scientific uh, is that? Well, you know, I think she's, it's like, we mm. don't know, right? You can't know. Is it end-stage kidney failure or is it maybe this kind of other thing without a biopsy and they can't do the biopsy because he wouldn't survive the surgery for it and so there's no real way to know but he's not getting better and so you know he's been week to week since what may and he's been do he's already exceeded his predicted lifespan And so it's like, look, if he's miserable on the medicine and the medicine definitely isn't stabilizing things, things are getting worse. Like, let's try taking him off and see how it goes for a few weeks and then, you know, recheck him in 
get an idea of what the impact was. And so I took him off all the medicine a couple weeks ago. Uh, so he still gets flagell if he has any diarrhea, and that's about it. And he's a lot happier. I think he seems like he feels much better. He doesn't... Like that feeling when you like you are sick and you take NyQuil, and then you're just like, oh, fuck, like... I mean, I feel less sick now that I've taken the NyQuil, but I just feel like super medicated and gross and not good. That's sort of what he seemed like. like yeah, could, I I picture it as like he's he feels like he's hung over all the time. Like, yeah, bleh. he looked like that, right? I mean, he'd kind of lay there and have this really miserable look on his face. Not like he was I mean, in pain. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that, yeah, it, it wasn't really helping either, though. It was... uh. I mean, he was on an appetite increaser, right? Appetite stimulant. Yeah, and, there, and she had... There were some days where he was he was clearly eating hungry, right? Yeah. But I feel like he's still having those days. Like, she had said, keep him on that. And I did for a little while. And I was like, let's just see what happens when we take him off. Because I didn't feel like I noticed a big difference when we started him on the various appetite stimulating stuff. And... I don't feel like his appetite is worse now. Like it's his, it's very finicky. What he'll eat. Very finicky, yeah. But he eats a lot. Volume wise, he may be finicky. He just may be finicky. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't this bad when we first got him, right? He would eat kibble, and uh, now he he is holding out for the better stuff. I know, and like he was eating the banana bread. Now he won't eat banana bread. He was eating the buns. Now he won't eat the buns. Uh, then he was eating these Hills Science Diet crunchy fruit snacks like oatmeal apple yeah. treats. <laughs> That's the only thing he'd eat. And now it's milk bones, like straight up old school milk bones. Uh, he'll eat like five or six of them for a meal. And... That's good, <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's not the healthiest thing, but he's dying, and so it's fine. Uh, his weight is staying good, and I don't know. I just feel like he doesn't seem less hungry now. He seems just basically the same, and maybe actually like he wants to eat a little bit more. Real picky. Very picky, though. Yeah, it's a... He used to eat eggs, too. Raw, yeah, he used to eat eggs. the hard-boiled eggs, and your dad made him all the cute little eggs with the Riley face, and he'll occasionally eat an egg now, but not like before. And in his defense, he never really saw those things because he always got them peeled. Yeah, that's true. No, yeah. I liked him, though. I liked the little faces. Oh, thank you. Um, he does like chicken, but he's not supposed to eat a lot of protein, and so that doesn't help us all that much. No, so we try to like drain the water, the chicken water out of the chicken tins and yeah. try to, you, I've dunked like hot dog buns in there. That doesn't a work a lot of the time though. I mean, sometimes, but I've, I've tried oh, no, dunking it doesn't. stuff. I, I've just, yeah. I'm just saying, I, you know, I've tried yeah. <laughs> almost everything at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So He's uh, onto it. He's very good at putting something in his mouth testing it and then just dropping it on the ground i mean there's like there's times you can offer him food and he'll be like okay i'm gonna eat that and then you can see just like his stomach turn at the thought of putting it in his mouth yeah that's what that's what i sort of imagine like the hungover thing you're just like oh my stomach just turned oh like yeah i can't even yeah yeah so in any case that is the riley update we've taken him off his medicine and he seems to be doing pretty good um i just emailed with the vet this week and gave her the updates so we're gonna check him in a couple weeks but uh he does seem happier to me he seems kind of perkier and more joyful 
and uh he's certainly still real snuggly very snuggly but he he's not doing that thing where he lays his head down and kind of looks miserable like yeah. he had been before so yeah so that's the See, i think we took him off the medicines even before the live show right i don't remember i just remember i mean at the live show he was super active and happy and interactive and snuggly yeah it's true i mean he definitely had those moments off and on i feel like there's more now anyway yeah. that's the riley update um everybody else He's is straight pretty edge much now the same. straight edge <laughs> uh queso is still great jasmine is doing the same hops and vink oh the vinkman weight loss update uh <laughs> nice update yeah <laughs> you know it, it works better with like the roman like v for you it's better t- typed anyway um so when vink started her current weight loss journey she weighed 67 point something but this was a sort of unscientific initial measurement because i think your dad had given her breakfast before i weighed her wait but it's I just that's my went, fault no 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 it's my <laughs> fault know. for like not getting a better starting weight the next day like i was just kind of like oh i wonder where she is like is she in the 70s like where is she so i was like just put her on the scale see so she was 67 point something i should have gotten a measurement the next day before breakfast and i did not so i was a little lazy with my st- science of where it started uh but we've been doing daily walkies uh for like mile and a it's like a mile and a quarter a little bit more is our regular route and then some days we also go down to the beach and swim so she's been getting a lot more cardio um she's still in fat jail like locked up so she's not stealing other dogs food uh a real challenge is going to be that gr dad is home a little bit more now and gr dad gives way more snacks than i do yeah so you can't give snacks to Vink because uh, she needs to stay skinny. Or maybe I'll just skinny. give her more carrots, but that has other issues. Can't yeah, give her too just, many carrots. You just maybe don't give as many snacks. <sighs> it's hard. I know. Food is love, but that's how you end up with an obese dog. And lots of love. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jared is not the reason that she's fat now. That's because she's stealing yeah. everybody's food. <laughs> Uh, the reason is she eats everyone else's food. I think yes. that was the direct result. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but we do have to make sure that, like, I almost never give them snacks, and GR Dad gives them snacks like any time they walk past the treat jar. So no, well, I mean, anytime they come in from outside, because I think that's worth encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear, some of them, Queso, have learned that all they need to go do is go out on the porch, turn around, and come back inside, and then go. I can't back inside. Do I get a treat? And your dad's like, yep, here you go. Sometimes, well, sometimes, yes. Yeah, sometimes maybe we yes. should get those, like, little Charlie Bear treats, and then Vink just gets one. Yeah, like, That's those are, those are like, three calories each or something. Yeah. All right, so sure, we got to come like up those. with a plan for that. But anyway, uh, yeah, so we have been on the weight loss journey, more cardio. In fact, sometimes Vink will look at me like, I'm, I'm like, we're going for a walk every day, Vink. And so it'll be like 1130 at night. And I'm like, right, we got to go do the walk before bed. And I put her on the leash and I take her out and we get like two houses down and she'll go to the bathroom and then she'll turn around and be like, and now we're going home, right? And I'm like, nope, we're still going. And she looks at me like, what the heck, mom? Like, <laughs> do you know what time it is? I'm tired. Do we really have to do this? <laughs> She's basically kind of lazy. <laughs> She is, uh, but it's not, she's not limping at all, so it's not hurting her joints. 
And uh, she was down into the 65s when I weighed her. There was a scientific weight uh, probably over the weekend, like 65.8. So we don't know really exactly how much she lost since the starting weight was not scientific, but she's definitely down. And we want to get her down to about 60 would be great. So things yeah, are working when she's, out. When direction. she's wet, wet, she looks real skinny. Yeah. I mean, I think that's true of every dog. They, especially, <laughs> you know, she's so floofy. So it's like, man, she looks so small when she's in. Especially the floofy dogs. Yeah. She, she has little stick legs. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So the Vinkman weight loss journey is going okay. And uh, so that's that update. And yep. uh, Vinkman has her own Twitter account at Vinkman Dog. So if you want to follow along, there's like almost daily Vink pics with like little weight loss encouragements going on over there now. So you can follow Vink's Twitter She's account. She's a good looking dog. She's super photogenic. She sure is. So uh, so that's that. Uh, Hops is the same. So that's the dog updates. Yeah, Hops is a bit arthritic these days. Same as always, though. Uh, yeah, you have yeah, any yeah. any random stuff you want to share to your dad? Random dog stuff. I mean, any not dog stuff. I think we've covered that. Just I I have no other podcast topics for this abbreviated distance podcast. But if you live show any, in Chicago coming up, that's true. Live show in Chicago, October fifth. It really is coming up. Um, there's still yeah. tickets available, and you get to sit in the balcony, which would be super cool. Um, it's at the Athenaeum Theater. Uh, we are. Oh, there is an update there. I'm glad you brought that up to your dad. Um, So they, we were trying to figure out where to do the meetup. And they actually, it turns out, have a space kind of like right in front where it looks like we're going to be able to hang out. And so um, the meetup will just kind of be outside the theater, uh, not in the lobby. Don't hang out in the lobby for us because they have multiple stages. and We're going to get in the way of people going to the other stages and piss everybody off. So it has to be outside, and if it's raining, we're all going to get wet, um, but we are not going to do it in the lobby. So don't wait for us in there. Go outside after the show, and we'll come out with the dogs and do the meet up there. So that saves us from having to try to drive everybody down to Wiggly Field or whatever. <laughs> so that's the yeah, plan. Wiggly Field would have been funny, but, but driving would have been a whole... A whole thing, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, so yeah, the show is at 2 o'clock, so it's a matinee on Saturday, October 5th. Tickets still available. Gideon from I Pet That Dog will be there. He's our special guest. And, uh, yeah, we're going to... He can pet our dogs. Maybe they'll bring him to 1,000. I thought he crossed 1,000 already. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you talked about that on the podcast. Anyway. Me? Uh, that's, so that's the show. And, uh, yeah, you can still get tickets. Athenaeum Theater, Chicago, October 5th. Come hang out with us. We'll try and, and do something uh, funny. Yeah, it should be good. The show will be about an hour. Uh, anything else? That was a good one. Good job. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Any good key stories? There was underage snappers. Under size snappers again. There, There was definitely a week of too many fish and undersized fish and... And whatnot, but nothing. Oh, and then the car chase from. Oh, that's right. There was a car chase from. Man, like starting at like mile marker 82 in a minivan, someone tried to run from the cops and they headed south. The only way. Towards the end. Towards (laughs) the the end, end, towards Key West. So here's what's going to happen. 
you have one road and you have 82 miles to go until the road ends. How are you going to get away from the cops? You can't leave the road because then you're in the ocean. (laughs) There's not side streets, as we have said so many times. There's just the one road. And so like the cops, they don't even have to high speed pursue you. That's right. One of the deputies actually just broke off pursuit and is like, it's getting too dangerous, but I know where they're going. He's like, he just called ahead to the deputies like 20 miles down the road. And they're like, get this guy when he comes to you. And yeah, so but it, was, it must have been crazy. If this were like L.A., they would have had choppers and they would have, yeah. you know, had the had the pursuit because I think they used the nail strips. Tried Spike to use strips, them twice. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you, it's not that dramatic in the Keys because like, I mean, spike strips are pretty cool, but you can't go anywhere except on the one road. So, it's, oh, where is he going to go next? He's going to go continue on the run road because it's the only place he can go. And yeah, he will eventually he was, get he, caught when it he is. He evaded the first spike strips. I, I don't know exactly. Him. They must have done a bad job because it, only one They're road. They're not like the full width of the road. They kind of take no. up a lane. Yeah. And then the second one, I think it blew out three of his tires. And then he continued at the speed limit afterwards for yeah. like another 10 miles on the rims. It's amazing. Yeah, eventually they got him and got the fourth wheel, but they arrested him on the seven-mile bridge. Like, he didn't quite make it off the bridge. Yeah, that's Uh, the best visual example of you can't go anywhere except forward or backward. Yeah, really. I mean, especially on the seven-mile bridge. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you're just way over the ocean and stuck. Uh, You can't even even turn around. He couldn't even run into, like, the mangroves because it's the bridge. No. Uh, Dope. So he got arrested. Big shocker there. That's yeah, I think cool. there were drugs in the car. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was, you're right. That is a big, he's excitement. Uh, other than that, uh, I always forget to say that Audible is our sponsor, audibletrial.com slash the golden ratio. Uh, but I did want to add that this week because when I was down in the Keys over Labor Day weekend building the outdoor shower, which I am so proud of, I was listening to this thing that I get from Audible. So I don't think I mentioned this on the podcast. Eh, maybe I did. I'll mention it again because it was so awesome. Uh, Yeah. So when you subscribe, you get like free audible bonuses. And I listened to this podcast about people in like competition for growing and eating the world's hottest chili peppers. And it was just so amazing. It was like this Australian guy. It was like a podcast, except it was like just through audible. And uh, I loved it so much. So the world's hottest chili peppers. And they'd measure that in Scofield? Scoville units. Scoville's. Yeah, which I think originally was like, how much alcohol do you have to put in there before it stops tasting hot? There's just like a scientific chemistry. How much alcohol? Water. Alcohol. Oh. Yeah. They maybe used whiskey. My former father-in-law used to get Hot Pepper magazine. Oh, that's I didn't know that. That's interesting. And and they'd have like, the cover was always a picture of a pepper. And then it would yeah, be like, yeah. now with 600,000 Scoville units, you know, <laughs> super ghost death pepper. Nice. Yeah, that yeah. was Choke super on interesting. This. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, it was much deeper than it sounds because it kind of explores the world of like addiction and self-harm and like all these people have these super traumatic backgrounds and uh, it was like the good podcasts do 
where they kind of get to this much deeper human story that you weren't expecting, but that really is kind of prevalent throughout the topic that they're looking at. So Not this one. <laughs> what do you mean, not this one? Not yours and mine. Oh, no, well, yeah, damn straight. <laughs> not this one. I think <laughs> I we're a good meant, podcast. I thought but... you meant the chili pepper one. That did no, a great no, job. Our podcast, no, not... We have a good podcast, but we're not issues. going much deep. No. Very, no. no. You're not here for that. You're here for dog talk. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for this week. Uh, we'll have a longer one next Wait, week. Wait, that's it? Yeah. I mean, do you have something Wait. else? Uh, yes, book recommendation on Audible, that Chet one. Chet the Jet. Chet the Dog. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know so the name yes, of it. The, uh, the Chet and Bernie mystery series is one of our favorites that we've recommended. It's, uh, it's a full series, and it's told, it's narrated by Chet the Dog. And uh, it's been a really long time, but they finally came out with a new Chet and Bernie mystery. Um, so, all right. So here's my current Audible. Sorry if I sound weird because I'm turning my phone so I can look at it. All right. So the podcast is It Burns. That's the chili pepper thing. This year is called It Burns. Um, the new Chet and Bernie is called Heart of Barkness. Nice. They're all these puns, heart of barkness. That's great. Yeah. Um, and then I will add that, like, another book that I recently listened to, uh, which is good for spooky Halloween season, is The Fisherman by John Langan. Very good kind of creepy horror story. Uh, talks a lot about fishing, like fishing from the shore of a river, not fishing on a boat so Stephen King-esque? What? It's like a Stephen King short story or a Stephen King book? It is a Stephen King style. Like very, if you like Stephen King, you will like this book yeah. uh, by John Langan. Yeah, similar to that. And the main, uh, the main character is, likes to go fishing. And so I am not a big fan of fishing, but if you are, you will love this book because it is really like half love story to fishing. And then is also about some kind of mysterious, creepy, very Stephen King-like stuff that happens on a fishing trip. Um, I really thought it was wonderful. It's one of those books where I was like really hoping it would not end because I loved it. So I held out. For some reason, I think I thought it was about like fishing on the ocean, like in a, you know, like in a ship that goes out to fish. And I was like, ugh, like, I don't want to read a sailor story. And I resisted it for a long time and finally, like, was won over by all the reviews and got it. And I was like, oh, first, it's not even about that. And second, (laughs) uh, it really is phenomenal. So that's a good uh, spooky Halloween book, The Fisherman. Cool. Yeah. It is almost Halloween. It is. It's coming up. We have uh, such exciting Halloween plans for the Golden Ratio household, but... I'm not going to spoil them because next week I get to assemble them all in the front yard and you'll get to see pictures. Oh, they are good. It's going to be so good. Oh, yes. You you disappoint nobody with this. This is good buildup. No. So October 1st, like I've I've been restraining myself to not put up the Halloween decorations until October. So uh, October 1st, you're going to see it. Also, we're going to have to wait on the pumpkins once, I think last year, maybe the year before we carved them too soon and they, they, they turned into weird horrific displays uh, that's of decay. you that's yes. you because <laughs> yeah inka's like 
we carved our pumpkins on like October 10th and now they're all mushy and rotten. And I was like, that's why you carve them on October 28th, Jared. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I, I just didn't know learned that this. rule. Well, I mean, I learned that rule in college. My mom UPSed me a pumpkin, which was awesome. I got this big, heavy box, and it was just a pumpkin. And I carved it, like, on October 2nd, and I put it outside the door to my dorm room. And, of course, it got moldy in, like, a day and a half and was just a mess. And I was like, oh, 18-year-old Jen has now learned a lesson about what happens to pumpkins. million-year-old dad, GR dad, just learned that last year. Well, you know, I mean, you they look come... horrifying when they're all like mushed up like that. Yeah. That you know, there's a time when it's actually increasing the horror. Yeah. Yeah, it is terrifying. I think he did it wrong. <laughs> Sunken face of death. Ugh. All right, this podcast right. has become rambling and boring, and it's time to go. Ah. Sorry. Ugh. You're not rambling and boring, dear dad. I love you, but you know. Not everything we say is exciting for other people. Pure gold, and you're cutting me off. No, that's fine. Uh, Of course. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be, uh, we got stuff for next week. It will be more exciting. Yeah, au revoir. Au revoir. Don't bite anyone. Unless they ask you to. We'll say that in English. Yeah, I don't know how to say that in French. Yeah, and then if you do bite them, be be nice. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye.